This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. Good evening and welcome to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Two People's Radio. Tereo Irirangi Onatangata o Manawatu for another Tuesday night. This is the voice of reason Semi G here in the NPR studio, and I am joined via internet magical magicalness by members of the gun cabinet, Mr. JK47. Are you not all alone this week at the NPR studios? I'm always all alone, but that's not the point. Uh, and also joining us, we have Mr. Ray Gunn. Kia Ora, New Zealand. Hey, that's Burns' tagline. Don't let him hear you say that. What's he going to do about it? Well, you do have quite a high-profile matchup coming up this weekend, and he could get himself involved if he hears you say his phrase. I have the gun cabinet by my side. We are unstoppable together. The power of three, like in Charmed. I'm Melissa Milano. Um, that's going to make our relationship really awkward with my feelings towards Melissa Milano. But anyway. Is that though? Is it going to make you any more awkward than already? <laughs> Probably not, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I think it just we're changes a, the position. We're a romantic bunch of dudes. Yes. The team that shares is the team that cares. Yeah. Hashtag rebirth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Reagan and myself were down in Christchurch over the weekend for Unified's The Big Event. Uh, so, we have results for that. Uh, and also, coming up this weekend for Capital Pro Wrestling, we have Capital Carnage. So, uh, we. Do we have results for that as well? I, I would hope not because it hasn't happened yet. Okay, cool. No, just checking. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. Uh, also, shout-outs to Jay and uh, Ian from the CPW management team who appeared on Hut Valley Radio. Yes, yes. I I cheated on you with another radio station. And I listened um, to Good job, making it public. Sammy. Yeah. That's good job, delegation. You're a busy mm. man. You're a GM. You're a radio host. You didn't have time to make it down yourself. So you sent your number twos. Well, actually, technically, you sent your number threes because I'm pretty sure Paris would be your number two in no, the hierarchy. I'm I'm somewhere, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. Are you are you calling my daughter a number two? Yes. <laughs> she does listen. I know. <laughs> Ray Gun's going to be in trouble come Saturday. But anyway. Well, whatever was he in trouble this weekend? That's the question. Yeah. No. I was for a little yes. bit. Yes. So you fellas went down to the old Christchurch, eh, and had tussles with the southern boys down there. Yep. Yep. Both lots, even. Mm. So there was members from uh, SPW in attendance. Woohoo. Yeah, there was I know also a couple of guys from down there. Maniacs in attendance. Maniacs? Hmm. So north and south, covering covering all the bases. It was the big event, after all. Yes. Well, can't have been that big if the Subaru wasn't on it, but 
But anyway, so. And I always thought the big event was the name of Sammy Sex Life. Three minutes um, in, ladies and gentlemen, just just shy of four minutes. And mm-hmm. okay. We've explained this on here before, Sammy. This is how I keep getting booked. Discussing your sexual prowess in public is how I keep getting booked. Moving yes. right along, uh, it was it was nice, nice, nice to be done in Christchurch. Uh, always lovely to get in the face of one rusty blade and miss with his plans. Yeah, it was good to be back down there. It's been, what, like six months? Yeah, last time we were there was WrestleMas. Yeah, yeah. Good night that night. That was the night you won the Unified yeah. Light Heavyweight Championship, I believe. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, quite. Indubitably. <laughs> I was going to say, Indubitably. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, it was a good night. It was a big, long night. Long night. What? I think I counted 10 matches all up for the night. Nine. Mm. 10. I've got nine. Pretty sure I counted 10. So I'm pretty sure I realized I was the 10th. Nine plus an intermission. Ah. Well, I guess we'll find out when we go through them if you missed anything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep tra- I'm going to keep score. Yeah, let's start from the top, Sammy. What we got? As an independent, the as the independent um, adjudicator of this um, quarrel, um, I will keep count, and then I will announce who is correct at the end of the show. I, I do, I do like the sound of that. Uh, I'll be honest; I don't have mm. my run sheet with me, so I was having to go by memory. And we all know what Sammy G's memory is like, so yes, we we'll, we'll see how we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, opening contest. Uh, we were played the uh, national anthem for New Zealand, which is, of course, Dave Dobbin's Slice of Heaven, uh, which was quickly cut off by the Australian national anthem, and Rusty's favourite champion, Robbo the Aussie Dreamboat Smith, came out uh, to to defend his unified heavyweight championship against one, none other than Rocky Ryder from SPW, uh, formerly of detention. Uh, so side note, Rusty and I were doing commentary on this for, for the, for the show and Rusty had just got settled beside me and the match was already over. Like it was blank and you miss it fast with, uh, Ryder picking up the victory by DQ, which means Robbo retains his title. But yeah. Robbo's him out. Yeah. Uh, Robbo and, uh, Ransom Kane, uh, laying the boots into Ryder and then out of nowhere, Kawakupa made his return to Unified, made his intentions hey. known that uh, he was going after Robbo's Unified Heavyweight Championship. So, yeah, nice to see him back. Yeah, he's been gone like a year almost. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Long time. Kawakupa's a tough competitor. Uh, oh, he is. Uh, I, I hope say, he managed know. Title he got screwed out of back off of Robbo. That was the first yeah. unified show that I ever attended, like the night that Robbo won that belt. Uh, I can't remember who Kawa defended it against, but then, yeah, Robbo he came defended out. Defended it against uh, K9 and T Rex. There you so go. So the odds were already kind of stuck against him, and then having Robbo come out of nowhere and Rusty Blade yes, let it happen. As Robo likes to do. Mm. Yes. 
No, but you know, if Car was back, yeah, um, I wouldn't want to be Robbo um, because, well, I wouldn't want to be Robbo anyway. Um, I'd like to be able to look down and see my toes. Um, Although but, I will give Robbo props, he has lost some weight. No, no, I, I must, I must admit, he has. Um, when I saw him up at the Maniacs, um, he like legitimately put the belt on. Yeah, um, I would argue which, he can probably see his own pee now. Well, no, he's Australian, so it's inverted. Fair point, fair point. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, with Kawa back, yeah, um, he, he'll be on a mission. He'll be wanting that title back, so, yeah. Um, good luck and with Robert that one. very quickly ru- already running out of places to hide, you know, since winning that title, he's had a pretty good job of pissing everyone off, so there's not really going to be many places for him left to hide going no. forward if he wants to try and keep it. Mm. Mm. I'm sure Rusty will protect him somehow. But not for long. Yeah, not if you have anything to say about it, Sammy G. More on that later. Uh, next contest. I'm going to ask Ray, what do you remember being the second match? No, nah, we're not playing this game, Sammy. I want to see what you... Because this could be where you've missed a match. For me... So it, I want to see what you've got to say. Uh, it was the Fatal 4-Way Elimination Tag Team match. I believe that is right, Yes. Giving him the side eye. Uh, so we had uh, the Smoko Express from SPW, uh, Damian Knight and Ransom Kane teaming up, uh, as well as Stuart the Druid coming out without a tag team partner, which was then quickly solved by the logical Mr. Silver coming and taking that spot. And then Mark Morales came out also without a partner, but then deciding he was just going to pick somebody out of the crowd. Uh, a nice uh, fan uh, eating popcorn at ringside, who we later found out was none other than Dynamite Deuce. Uh-huh. Whoever that is. Mm. I recognize him from somewhere. I just can't quite place it. Um, it's it's almost like in the palm of my hand, but I just I just can't quite can't quite. Mm. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also, Stuart the Druid and Logical Mr. Silver eliminated first. Followed by Damian Knight and Ransom Kane. So then it came down to the Smoko Express and Morales and Dynamite Deuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the final team... Standing was Morales and Dynamite Deuce. And then Dynamite Deuce attacked Morales and then pinned him. To which I had to question Rusty Blade, like, was this the original plan or, or is this... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <coughs> I was a little confused, but <coughs> I'll allow it. <coughs> Sorry, just choking a little bit. <coughs> Reagan's recovering from COVID. Uh, yeah. But uh, hopefully we see more of Dynamite Deuce. Yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting cat. You certainly got the crowd on the side. Oh, never have I heard the word Deuce. Like, just an entire crowd going, Deuce! <laughs> well played, that man. Very, very cool. Yeah. 
following that match, Canine versus Reese Gibson. No, no, that was in the second half. Cool, I was right. <laughs> Canine versus Reese Gibson was before me. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Are you well, positive? listeners, this may be a very, very long show tonight, but um, please stay tuned because... Pretty soon, yeah, some... that's, that's why I did not get to see any of Canine versus Reese. Because I thought Nikolai versus Trent was before you. No, that was before that. Cool. 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 Then I have missed a match somewhere. I believe looking at my sheet I have before me, you have missed two matches. I have? Yes, I was wrong also. It appears from what I've got before me, there was 11 matches. What? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What moment I'm pretty sure all my matches are not in order. The list I've got before me is not in order. And we're back. So after some quick conference with one another, we have figured out where we have gone wrong. Internal dispute. Inter- yeah. We yeah. resolution process and came to a successful and hopefully beneficial conclusion. Yes. Uh, so match number three at the big event at the Kaipoi Club in Christchurch was none other than Corey Cutter, the cowboy himself from SPW, going one-on-one with uh, the eccentric Elliot Samuels. That would have been a good match. It was a good match. Uh, lots of, well, because Elliot's got the Olympic wrestling, like, well, amateur uh-huh. wrestling background, uh, Corey thought that he would try and, you know, get in on that, putting on the old wrestling helmet and uh, trying to... Out-wrestle him, realistically. Yeah. Trying to beat Elliot at his own game. It was cool to watch. Mm. Yes, well, a, a little unknown... Well, some people know. little secret about the cowboy. He um, does quite a lot of BJJ in his spare time. You can and, tell. And Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah. as well. Yes. Yes, but that's it. But that's not. That's how he gets his bookings up here against um, Horace, mm. the old BJJ. Bad, uh, Elliot Minnegan. That was pretty good, actually. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give the guy props where I can. You know. Yeah. No, it was a good match. Um, I mean, I think we've all spoken on here before about how much of a fan we are of Elliot Samuels. Oh, yes. The flamboyant guy that'll beat the hell out of you, Toot Sweet. That's an entertaining thing mm. to watch. And this yeah. match was no different. And Jay, of course, has Man's a history right. with Corey Cutter. Man's got a nice uh, German yes. suplex on him, that's for sure. <laughs> Yo. Yes, no, I, I may have had my run-ins with Corey Cutter in the past. That, you know. Oh, yes, this is right. Yeah. You but, um, successfully defended the aftershock title against him once upon a time. I wouldn't say it was, I wouldn't say it was successfully. I retained the title. It wasn't very successful at all. Um, but yeah, no, no, he is yeah definitely a very very cool competitor, and I really really like it. So yeah, um, I'm a bit gutted that I actually missed this match because um, this is one that I would have yeah 
I would have been that fan sitting in front row eating the popcorn. He's um, one of those guys where I feel from, I mean, I've never been in the ring with him, so I can only say from observing his matches and whatnot, that I feel like a guy like Corey Cutter, if he was a foot taller, no one would be able to stop him. Yeah. He's one of those sorts of guys. There's a couple of them in the country. I think we've spoken about a couple of them before on the show, but he's definitely that kind of guy where, like, his athletic abilities, his wrestling abilities – Everything that whole total package there. If he was a foot taller, he wouldn't be a wrestler in this country that could hold a candle to him. Yeah, yeah, no, I would agree with that. Yes, Elliot Samuels pulled out the victory. Well, hey, that's moving himself up the light heavyweight title rankings, I believe. Ooh, I did a little bit of a investigative journalism while I was down there and inquired just because I remember from his promo saying that he wanted to earn a shot at the light heavyweight title. And so I did some inquiring with management down there. even like, Hey, so is this like a number one contendership match for him? Or is this like a rankings match for him? Cause pretty sure I've already got like three number one contenders lined up. Like we, do I really want another one? <laughs> but they showed, at this stage, it's just a rankings match. So it's just moved him up a little bit. Hashtag watch this space. Mm. Uh, then we had the rematch of the ages as the Mega Powers went uh, in tag team action against In The Zone. Mm, this would have been a good one too. What? I was saying this one, should, this one would have been a good one too. Yeah. Because uh, the Mega Powers couldn't make it to one of the shows last year, and so the tag titles got stripped. Uh, and then now they are on Church and State. And so, yeah, in the zone of Mega Powers, never got their, their rematch. So, hmm. in non title yeah, action, no, it happened. Yeah, I didn't catch no, but, much of it, but um, from from what I heard, the crowd was very upset by the end. It's because the Mega Powers won. Yeah, I don't Ooh. think there was... But at the start of the match, it was pretty even. Like, I mean, In The Zone clearly had... You could hear In The Zone clearly had their fans, their hometown fans in attendance, but Mega Powers were quite popular as well. There was a good contingent of the audience. They were all about the Mega Powers. So they started off, like, pretty... 50-50 in terms of ta- fan support, but like by the end of it, when the Mega Powers pulled off that victory, whoo, the crowd was not happy. Hmm. Yeah. And from I, I did not see it, but from what I was told by other wrestlers backstage that did, it was something along the lines of in the zone we're about to win had like willpower up and like a doomsday device or something like that. And then cool guy Sky came in and messed that up and power one with a roll up with his foot on the ropes. Yes. Yes. Oh. There, was a, there was a dirty roll up in there. Yeah. But I feel like it must've gotten to the point for the mega powers in that match where it was more, uh, I don't know. They're, they're a confident bunch of guys. So I'm sure they would have taken like in the zone seriously to, from the beginning, but I'm sure there was a part of them that were like, "We're gonna, we're gonna steamroll over these kids," and then by the end of it, they had to sort of pull out all the stops to get the win. They did hmm. keep kicking out of everything, so yeah, full power to in the zone. 
which then led us to the Battle Royale, where the winner got to choose a championship match of their choosing. Uh, and basically it was a who's who uh, of, of unified talents. Uh, and in the end, it came down to Ransom Kane and the Bogan Jesus. Yeah, and I'm curious to see where it's going to go from here as well. I will like, say, Ransom look, Kane put up a hell of a fight. To the ending with Bogan Jesus winning and look at like potential future situations. Like, Bogan Jesus is, a man, is an interesting character down in Unified. He could realistically slot in basically every division quite easily as a credible threat. Hmm. So as one of their champions, I'm very curious to see who he picks. I mean, I'm, I'm already waiting on the inevitable call that I've got to fight Reese Gibson because he's already made it abundantly clear. He's using his guaranteed contract from the Southern stampede last year to fight me. So I'm always mm-hmm. waiting for that. Like if he picks me as well, there's another contender I've got to worry about in the waiting. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm fighting champion and Rakeem Bean, but like, there seems to be a focus on trying to take me out down there. <laughs> I'm very happy about it. <laughs> I mean, I have spent a substantial point of time, point portion of time trolling Rusty on the internet. So, like, stacking the deck slowly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, like un- unfortunately, chucked up in front of me, and I'm just worried un- Bogan's going to be another one. Unfortunately, that's the the cross you bear when you are a champion. Um, mm, that, that, is, you yeah. know, the old target is on your back. Um, Everybody wants to at the head of the table. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like you say, you're a fighting champion. I'll back you against anybody. So bring it. And jokes on them. At my table, it's not just me you got to deal with. There's three heads of the table. Yeah. They're a cabinet. Mm. Uh, following the Battle Royal, there was a brief intermission. Uh, and then first match back in the second half was Just Plain Evil going one-on-one with Shay, uh, representing the LGBTQI plus community. Uh, and yeah, as we've mentioned previously, Just JPE's turned evil again. She's living up to her namesake. Hmm. Brought out that that evil yes. evil side. Yeah, well, when I uh, because I had the the privilege of being there when she did the death match with for Craig, there was there was a noticeable point in the match where the the we so nerdy JPE disappeared and the JPE of old came back. Um. One thing that I has been overlooked, but I will say, is that the JPE now, if she goes back to being the evil way that she was, and let's let's be real about this, she's a lot smaller and a lot more agile than she used to be. So, which means she can be that little bit more evil. So I'll be, in, I'm actually really, really interested to see how this sort of plays out, because yeah. Um, her versus Shay, I think that would have been actually a really, really good match. Um, sort of, you've got different ends of the spectrum there. You've got somebody that's had, you know, 16, 17 years experience. 
going in somebody's probably I think she's probably she'd be lucky if she's had half a dozen matches. Um Shay is a fierce competitor, I wouldn't want to trade forearms with her. But you know, you you'd have to give just plain evil the um sort of the advantage with the experience. And she did pick up the victory over Shay, so <laughs> knowledge wins. Hmm. Uh, Tom Knowledge was in the match as well. Uh, I thought you might play that card. <laughs> uh, following this match, we had a Falls Count Anywhere anywhere match. Uh, Hustler going one-on-one with the Deathmatch Reaper himself, Rugged Vic Craig. I do love me some Vic Craig. <coughs> I saw bits and pieces of this match. It was very entertaining. Hmm. Oh, it would but, be. Uh, Hustler's... Probably the main match on paper that I was looking forward to. Yeah. Well, Hustler, Hustler is an amazing competitor. He always brings it every time he does, um, every time he goes out there. Um, and, and so does Vic Craig. Um, and if there's ever a match that anything could happen in, it's probably this one. Yeah, they're both two guys that, I mean, from all of my experiences with them and seeing them on shows and everything like that, it's they're two guys that have sort of made their careers on being very versatile and being able to hold their own with a variety of different styles and they can they have enough variety in their own styles to shake things up when they need to to compete. Like, it's, it's yeah, it's an interesting clash, that, that match. And mm. it literally went all around the building. Uh, even out onto the landing of the the stairs at one point. Oh, hell. A couple of stops at the so bar. Pretty dangerous when you, yeah, pretty dangerous when you get out there. And yes, especially dangerous if you try and get Vic Craig past the bar. Um, he's likely to bite your nose off just so he can hang around in the bar a bit longer. Um, but he's also the type of guy that will twist you up like a pretzel, grab your wallet, and do the old pay wave and shout himself around at the same time. Um, so, yeah, no, that would have been quite the treat for the fans. And Vic Craig, I forgot to mention because I'm such a professional, uh, this was for the New Zealand Professional Wrestling Championship. So, uh, ah. rugged Vic Craig uh, retained. Uh, And we will go to a quick break before breaking down the last few matches here on PBNH. So stay tuned. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate. Welcome back to Pipe Bombs and Headlocks here on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio. Today, Iridangi Onatagata Omanawatu for another Tuesday night. This is still the voice of reason, Sammy G, still here in the NPR studio. And I am still joined by members of the gun cabinet, Mr. Ray Gunn. Kaka! Kaka! And Mr. JK47. What he said. How do you, how do you spell that? Was it three Ks or... Uh, from the Tiny Salmon song. Did you just say KKK? No, I said it four times. Kaka, uh, Kaka, uh. four times. With a Klu Klux Klan killer, killers. Mm. Yeah. Because we end racism. 
Yes, the anti-cancer. Yes. I'm probably getting in trouble for saying that on here. I think he's he's debating whether he pushes the mm-hmm. delete forever button. There seems to be smoke coming out of his ears. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I, w- I was just... No, no, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, before the break, we were talking the results of uh, Unified's The Big Event, uh, which was in Kayapoi over the weekend in Christchurch. Uh, we have the final three matches to take a look at before we turn our attention to this weekend. Uh, Capital Carnage for CPW. Uh, so yeah, this this next match was an interesting one because we we knew this person as Nico Dandy, uh, and now they are Nikolai Anton Bell. Uh, now he's uh-huh. himself facial hair and a bit more definition, and thinks he's a bad guy and big and tough. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and he went one on one with uh, one of the unified, well, uh, one of the rookies, Trent Year. Yeah, a guy that was trained by Nico Dandy, Nikolai. Nap, if you will. Mm. Mm. But yeah, no, it was, um, from what I saw, I didn't catch the end of it, but I caught the bulk of the match, and it was a very interesting affair. They both sort of came at each other like spider monkeys right out the gate, which I thought was nice. Like, there wasn't any sort of feeling out process between the two. It was straight into boom, boom. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's cool. And by boom, boom, I mean a wrestling boom, boom, too. Not like your angry brawl, brawl, brawl. They were both, like, Nikolai was very determined to put Trent in his place right from the word go. Trent was very determined to stand up to Nikolai right from the word go. So it was a lot of heavy arm drags and that sort of thing. Then, yeah, headlock takedowns, just counter for counter, wrestling hole for wrestling hole. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, no, I've always been... A, a, a big fan of, of the former Mr. Dandy. Um, and with his recent exploits, um, yeah, I, I was pretty gutted I didn't get to see it um, because, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of digging the, the, the stuff that I'm hearing about this new new version of himself. So, yes. And I noticed that the flamboyant gear's gone and he's in the traditional blacks. So, um, yeah. I think we spoke last about how, like, Nicolo Dandy's... Jesus, now I'm getting both of his names confused. Nikolai Nikolai is going to be one of those guys that, like, he was already right up there in terms of talent, and now he's going away at the Fale Dojo. He's, like, only going to get better, and he's going to be a danger. He's he's arguably already more dangerous than he was, but he's going to be even more dangerous going forward. Yeah, yeah, no, he's he's definitely one that I would say has a pretty damn good chance of going a little bit further uh, in the business, just um, because of not just his wrestling ability and his athleticism and stuff like that, but he's got the mindset for it. Um, and he's so young first... too to mm. have such a mind for it at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah, well, one of the first times I, I met him, we were, um, this is when we were in a tag team match with him, it was a tag team gauntlet match. And I just, just said to him, hey, what do you want to do? And he goes, right, we'll do this, 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 just carry it on. And he had the whole match planned out. And I'm like, it's a pretty damn good match. 
um, he just had that that train of thought and that um, you know I for a few things at him and stuff like this and then we amalgamated them all in and sorry about the, the fourth wall you know but um, he just had that intelligence um, which sometimes can be very lacking in this industry um, so yeah I think he is he's going to be a big threat going forward um, and, and I think we'll do big things yeah. And be in many big events. Yeah. See? I see what you did there. See how tired it brought us right back home again, you see? Uh, and Nikolai proving why he was uh, one of the head trainers for Unified because he picked up the victory over uh, Trent, which led us to our semi main event. Uh, Ray Gunn's best friend, Reese Gibson. Going one on one with SPW's friends now. He earned my respect when he beat me last October. Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies close. Or is, is that is that the deal? Because he's got that contract. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He can try and cash in that contract all he likes. I'm ready. Hmm. The upside to having someone walking around with a guaranteed title shot at your belt is that likes. You know who to always be preparing for. Yeah. Until that dastardly rusty blade throws you a curve. Mm. But he's clearly getting better because he picked K9 off. Yep. Much to the delight of the crowd. Much yeah. to the disappointment of K9. <laughs> so what yeah, they wouldn't have made K9 heavy. Back in last December at Unified's last show, he picked K9 off for this show. Like, who's he going to pick off next? He's certainly not being shy about, like, going straight for the top. He's p- trying to pick off all the big guns. Hashtag legend killer? He beat big gun as well. I think big gun beat big gun. Ah. Yeah. Big gun actually beat me once. But yeah. After repeatedly throwing me around a Nothing on a ray gun. Piao, yeah. piao. Uh, yeah, uh, that brings us to our main event of the big event. Wow, we just skipped right over Gibbo and K9, basically. Oh, okay, we're going straight for the main event. That's cool, Sammy. That's cool, Sammy. We knew that. Was that you're trying to segue to get me to talk about it? I you mean, were watching, Sammy. What did you think? You were there. You your CPW rep coming down to Unified to defend his Unified Light Heavyweight title? What did you think? Uh, yes. <laughs> Put me yeah, on the spot. The, yeah. Yeah, I like it, eh? It's not fun. <laughs> Mainly because, like, yeah, I'm still trying to, like, think back to, to things that I may have said on commentary. No, I did well. Or like, yeah, Jay, I knew I was in for a challenge. I said in my promos that I knew JH was tough. Like, been in there before. Beating him last time for the belt to begin with wasn't easy. I took a hiding. I busted myself open to beat him. So, like, I, I, I feel like the like because I got I got my butt handed to me again. It's my thing. Like, I, I he put me through a table like two and a half minutes into the match, with but I suplex. feel like. I, yeah, I came into that match with a chip on my shoulder. Like, 
he was saying it was a fluke. He was saying me, me beating him last time was a fluke. So I was determined to prove that it wasn't a fluke. And yeah. it got pretty touch and go for a couple of spots there. But, like, um, I managed to pull through. And I got the crowd to sing the Smurf theme. Mm. Oh, good. Mm. But I'm sure, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, sure John Henry would have been impressed. Oh, I got the, if looks could kill, John Henry murdered me with his gaze. <laughs> very good. Very good. And Ray Kids almost in broke the, the building. loved it. I was feeding off the energy of the children that were basically packed to the front, all of them hugging the guardrails all around the ring and just cheering me on. It was good. <laughs> Not used to that, are you, Regan? No, I got, I got, I got tied to the turnbuckle post at some, at one point. Taped. That wasn't pleasant. And taped, mm. yeah, I got. A good chunk of my hair and my right wrist taped to the ring post. It was quite awkward. Like I came to and realized he had taped my wrist up and then like went to turn and look at it and then realized my hair was taped in there as well. And I was just stuck, unable to move <laughs> while he just wailed on me. That was not nice. Probably missing a chunk of my hair because I did eventually just rip to like get it out so I could turn and see what was actually going on with my wrist. And yeah, ultimately managed to cli- climb up and after a sick powerbomb through the say, table. Don't you dare jump over that freaking powerbomb. Yeah, after a risky powerbomb, admittedly, I was quite beaten by that point, but it was sort of now or never. And so I got under there and managed to powerbomb off the ladder through the table and then climb up and get the belt. Well, hey. Yeah. And then no swanton off the top of the ladder? No, no, no swanton off the top of the ladder. No swanton at all, actually. I did a bunch of double axe handles at the start. Uh, Almost broke an ankle. That was, was, yes, yes, that was when I rolled my ankle on the first double axe handle. I came down Uh and landed too much on my right foot and also landed on one of my opponent's feet. So my Uh ankle got rolled. But I was like, no, I've got him on the ropes already. So I got back up and did another double axe handle off the apron and then another double axe handle off the apron. As you do. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, things too. Cool. They've got the crowd on my side pretty, pretty immediately, you know, like mm. channeling the power of Macho Man. Oh, yeah. 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 No, no. It sounds like a. A pretty cool little match, um, yeah. and I'm glad you've, uh, you know, you can take a bit of that experience into uh, this weekend. Your match this weekend. Yeah. yeah. Arguably, I am the most experienced in TLC matches of all the competitors in the match this weekend. Well, yes, 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 yes. I have so been I involved in one. I have been involved experience. in one TLC match, but it was yeah. slightly different. Tinsels. Lights and candy canes. Yeah. Oh, if we're including those TLC matches as well, they don't mind. Then I've got more under my belt than I thought. <coughs> but yeah, but yeah, no. Well, it sounds like an awesome night um, of entertainment down at the big event um, for Unipot. Um, yeah, like I say absolutely gutted that I missed it. Can't wait to see the footage when it comes out. Mm. Um, 
And I believe that it's uh, August 20th, I believe, is their next show. Inter-Island Warfare. And Inter-Island Warfare. Yes, would you like to announce on the radio show what's happening for that show, Sammy, since you were involved in it? You sorted it out. I don't know what you're talking about. A backstory there while we're on the air. Like, you know, Unified has a pretty good track record of, like, the end of every show, the big hero of the show, whether they're in the main event or whatnot, has a bit of a spiel to thank the fans for coming. I didn't do that. I pulled that off on Sammy. It's true. <laughs> I had the mic in my no hand because I announced him as man. the winner. And he's like, yeah, you're yeah. doing the spiel. I'm like... Yeah. Yeah. Didn't want part of it. I was... Uh-huh. I feel like yeah, I was talking was, in a at the time because my nuts were still recovering from being uppercutted. Uh-huh. It's true what they say, Jake. It's true what they say. Like... Honestly, the biggest like the moment oh. the moment he uppercutted me in the genitals, all yes. of the pain in my back from going through the table, all the pain in my front from being having a chair stomped in me, the pain from foot it was all gone. The only thing <laughs> on my mind was, oh my god, my nuts hurt. <laughs> that was honestly that was the the one moment in the match where I was like, holy crap, I might actually lose now. That was the one moment where I was actually genuinely, sincerely worried that I wasn't going to be able to win. Because, yeah, yeah uh, I, I, that uppercut, I didn't see it coming for whatever reason. And, yeah, no, I was down. I was down. Uh-huh. It took a lot to get me back up. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that you were impacted so um, violently in that area. And um, I hope you get back to feeling yourself soon. No. Um, oh, we're yeah. back now. Regan's the standard of excellence. We're back now. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. He's iced it. They've been rubbed okay. and, and oiled. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So Hopefully the swellings stuff. moved from them to somewhere else. Yeah, Sammy said next to me on the plane right back. He took care of it. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you were going to explain what's happening for the next Unified show, Sammy? Yes. Since we've probably only got like three minutes left and we're going to have to go to podcast. Uh, yeah, we've got about 12 minutes, so I'll speed run this one. Uh, Inter-Island Warfare, August 20th. Uh, it will be Team Rusty Blade versus Team Sammy G. Uh, if Rusty's team wins, well, I would do it the other way around. If my team wins, I get to be unified general manager. And if Rusty's team wins, I'm not allowed to make it play for management in unified ever. So, uh, yeah, stakes are pretty high. Uh, and, of course... Mm-hmm. Rusty demanded an answer, so I stood side by side with Raygun and said, "We accept." Uh-huh. So, so I'm, I might have to make some calls, or maybe I know a couple of guys who uh, might be in the uh, Christchurch area on August twentieth. Yeah, well, we all we all really know what the G stands for. We don't like to publicly talk about it for fear of accusations of bias, but we all know what the G really stands uh-huh. for. It's Sammy G. Yes. Gigantic. <laughs> Stop it, Jay. Gigantic. It's supposed to be on my side. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So 
that that, that should be a, a, a bit of fun. Uh, yeah. More information as it as well, it comes to light. I'm sure if um I'm I'm sure that the couple of guys that you're referring to, if you need some support, moral, athletically, otherwise, um, we'll be there for you. Yeah. Some some backup would be super. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. The opposition has zero chance. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm not going to say yeah. the next one. Uh, so, yes, this weekend, yeah. June 25th. This weekend. Yes. Yeah. Big we have night. a thing. Well, it's another big event, but not called the big event. This one's going to be Carnage. Capital, Capital Carnage. Carnage. Yeah. Capital Carnage from just outside the capital. No, no, it's still technically in the capital. Is it? Yes. Is the hut really in the capital? Yes. It is still a suburb of Wellington. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, yes, at Upper Hut. <coughs> um, at the former Expressions uh venue hall i guess you call it so which is now the professional rec center do, do you want me to say with the name that sammy yes that sammy g is going to say right now the Firinaki fare taonga yes if sammy's pronunciations are off and you wish to sue please email <clears throat> yeah yeah yes please contact the uh, and how anyway um yes no um so yeah, we got massive big show. Um, like legitimately, it is our big show for the year. Um, so it's going to be uh, amazing. Um, we've got New Zealand's first isolation chamber match, which um, yeah, is going to see six of New Zealand's best. We only know who five of those men are, but mm-hmm. um, and how are we going to determine the sixth? Well, God, you think have... one of us winds up becoming the sixth? I know. It's that, that's the only problem that we're going to have. Oh, um, that person's going to be I, sore. Yeah, I did I, I did have, you know, a little bit of a dream the other night that um, we were the final three in the, the Capital Carnage Rumble. Yeah. And um, we were playing Paper, Scissors, Rock to see who was going to win. But we all kept choosing Rock. Yeah. And, and so, like, it was, we were there for hours. But anyway, it was... I don't think it's going to come down to that, but if it does, it could be very entertaining. Um, but, yes, we're having – it was going to be a 20-man battle uh, or a rumble, or Capital Carnage rumble. Um, unfortunately, or fortunately, um, we were so inundated by wrestlers around New Zealand wanting to be part of our show. Um, we thought, stuff it, let's make it a 30-man. So, yeah. So we're going to have 30-man going for one spot – Winner of the Capital Carnage Rumble gets that sixth and finals chamber. Um, and, um, yeah, it gets put into that match. So, just to, just to uh, recount, who is in that match? We have, of course, the CPW heavyweight champion, Will Power, uh, defending against yes. Taylor Adams, who qualified uh, in Mungavin. K9, who also uh, qualified in Mungavin. And uh, the Viking, Liam Erickson who uh, defeated Trip Hazard, who technically qualified among Gavin, uh, and, of course, uh, Will Power be- uh, 
I was going to say he begged. He didn't beg. He he kind of instructed us to put Charlie Roberts in this. So there's the five. Yeah. Yeah. So legitimately, we've got a who's who of New Zealand professional wrestlers going into that Capital Carnage Rumble. So it could be anywhere. You could see a Horace. You could see a Tim Warren in there. You, you, hell, you could see a Harry Williams in there. Trip Hazard could make an appearance. Hell, Minor Hazard could even be in there. You know, it, it comes down to the luck of the draw. Everybody knows with the Rumble, it's all about the numbers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're, if you're lucky enough to get a late number and it's a bit of an easier road, you'll have the advantage of being a lot fresher going into the isolation chamber. Imagine being number one mm. in this Rumble, knowing that you've got to go through these 29 other men and then you've got to go through the other five. You know? Daunting task. Yeah, but, well, yeah, I mean, so, in terms of rumble experience, we're both pretty low on, but, like, we've had, for both of us, we've plenty of battle royal experience, and, like, yeah. it's definitely the kind of match where you have to go in with a game plan, no matter yeah. what. No matter what your number is, you can't just throw up your hands in the air and go, ah, oh, crap, I'm screwed. You, There is ways... There is ways yeah. to still get to There's, the end. There is ways to still pull off the win. But it's definitely a numbers game, and you've got to work your strategy yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely definitely a lot more strategy in a in a um, in a rumble type match um, opposed to a battle royal. Battle royal, you pretty much just start swinging and hope you're still there when the 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 sort of smoke clears. Um, this one here, no, you've got to go into with a bit of a, a mindset, a bit of strategy. So, yeah, yeah. I am um, speaking from experience. When I was in the Southern Stampede Rumble last year, I didn't have as much of a strategy. That's where I was coming from before. Like I went in there basically like hoping for the best. I drew something like I think I drew like fifteen, seventeen, or something like that. So I drew a pretty reasonable number, like nothing great, but pretty reasonable and. But even then, I didn't have a strategy, and so I spent most of the match on my back. There was a good minute, two-minute period there where I was just stuck on my back. I was the only person stuck on their back in the middle of the ring while about eight to ten guys just did one move after another to me, and I couldn't go anywhere. And so you got to watch that sort of thing. Like, it's every man for himself situation, and yeah, yeah. you got to come in with strategy and stick to that strategy no matter what. Yeah. yeah, so they're really looking forward to that one. Um, we've also got the, um, the eight-man el- elimination tag match, um, which is Church and State versus, well, Boys in the Hood, Boys in Rumataka, whatever you would like to call them, the, the Tane Tukahara and the Super Team of Awesomeness, yes. Um, Marble chocolate. Yes, but... Um, we have also we have previously announced that Kartik or the Neo Viper Kartik was going to be the fourth member. Unfortunately, he's now unable to attend the show, so we've got a surprise coming. Um, you'll have to come to the show to find out. Um, so that's going to be a good one. That hopefully will 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 put the issues of church and state and the boys to um, to rest because um, that's been a very very long going feud. Um, and, and, yeah, so looking forward to that one. Um, just announced this week, we've got, um, from our buddies at Unified, we've got a tag team match 
Um, the current unified heavyweight champion, Robbo the Aussie. Um, he's he's going to put down the cream pies for just long enough to be in a tag team match. Um, and he's teaming up with Gargamel. I mean, um, Smurfette. No, um, what's his name? John Henry. That's the one. Chocolate Heihachi. Yep, yep, yep. Those two will be teaming up to take on, well, good old Gibbo and the Bogan one. So, yeah, Bogan Jesus and Reese Gibson. Um, mm. Yeah. No, no, no guessing. I mean, both yeah, making no. their return to CPW after an absence. Yeah, yeah, no guessing who the fr- the crowd's going to be behind on that one. But anyway, um, well, I've mentioned then we've got, we also had announced that the PWE Northland title will be in... In, in defence, yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's the word. Um, be up for grabs um, when Horace, the current Northland champion, um, comes down to face, well, another man we've talked about tonight, the, the Southern Cowboy himself, Corey Cutter, um, who, yeah, signed up for the match and then realised it was a North versus South match. So, um, yeah, very entertaining video if you're checking out our Facebook page. Um, but yeah, um, definitely, definitely that will be one to watch. Um, another championship match, which hasn't been announced. So this is a PB&H exclusive because, uh, probably going to be coming out the next day or so. Shadow Ninja will be defending the Legacy Cup. I guess whom you ask, not just a single person. He's going to be defending against the army. The Brittany, Brittany's army is coming. Brittany, one of the best wrestlers, period, regardless of gender, is coming down. She wants to take on Shadow Ninja. Uh, Shadow Ninja has, well, we think he's accepted. We haven't got the translation back from Blair Rhodes yet, but um, he did nod, so we were taking that as an agreement. Um, so that that should be really, really cool for the Legacy of New Zealand Professional Wrestling Cup. Um and oh, there's another match. I could be wrong. Yeah, oh, well, there is. Yeah, you no, know, there's Cuz. There's Cuz and a special tag team, uh, a, a secret tag team partner taking on Harry Williams and old uh, um, Rocky Ryder. And uh, yeah, I think I'm missing a match. Getting your team with him? Yeah, well, well, the penalties, but he's such a popular guy. I'm sure there's no, and Harry's done such a good job of pissing everybody off. I'm sure there's no shortage of people lighting up to team up with the Cuz. Yeah, yeah, no, I certainly think um, he'll he'll have somebody spectacular. Um, but I still, still, I still can't help thinking there might be one other match, but it's probably a pretty sure no, no consequence. Yeah, just don't know what it is. Oh, that's right. It's um the, the CPW. Yes, yes, the CPW tag team titles match defended in a TLC match mm-hmm. when the idiots from Rejected take on the legends from the pie cabinet in the gun club. Sorry. Yeah. The, well, let, let me say, you know, this is something that uh, it bugs me to no end. Bryant and Disgrace and Little Willie Cunning, they've come up with this nickname, the Pie Cabinet. Now, I'm sorry. Everybody loves pies. Mm-hmm. Hell, 
The Rock used to ask everybody, do you love pie? So what are they trying to do? Are they trying to, are they trying to compliment us? Are they trying to make it so we actually take it easy on them? I, think I feel like they're trying, they're trying to get under our skin a little bit, but they don't seem to realize that, like, it's not even necessarily a compliment. It's a statement of fact, like calling us the gun yeah. cabinet or the pie cabinet because everybody loves pies and everybody loves us. Yeah, exactly. Just so, I'm just like, yeah, you know. It's because um, we know that redacted are more into strudel. Mm-hmm. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? In the end, it's but, all pastry. Yeah. No, it should yeah. be curious. I like it. Should be a match. I'm looking forward to it. Nobody has ever faced the entire gun cabinet unified before at once. No. Like no. I think and I said been a reason. Ago, we're like three mini lion bots that combine together to form a great bigger, stronger lion bot. Like, yeah, nobody's yeah. fought that before. So I don't think Redacted knows. I don't think anybody in CPW knows what Redacted has got them. <laughs> No, and and the thing is, is they they love to make fun of, of apparently we are not serious wrestlers. I'm sorry, it says it on our shirts, so we must be. And but, surely we've proven it by now. They only beat us the last time in a tag match by getting... Well, they didn't beat us last time. They got themselves no. disqualified. Yeah, but the thing is, is that then what happened? They beat us down with chairs. Then you had a match against Bryant. You beat Bryant. Then I had a match with Little Willie Cutting, and what happens? They beat us down with chairs again. You know, Bryant always goes on. You know, we've had a bit of a past, me and him. He goes on about poking the bear. And what he doesn't realise is that he's poked us that much that we've got to the point now where our our illustrious tag team partner, Ryan Zarek, said it beautifully in his promo. We have literally nothing to lose. Mm. And what's, what is more dangerous than a man with nothing to lose? Three men with nothing Well, to a lose. woman. I was going to say a woman with his credit card, but that's probably is more dangerous. But anyway. Um, um, but seriously, <clears throat> I just want to go out there and beat the living crap out of them. Mm. And I don't care if I have to climb the ladder with no arms, no legs, just by my teeth. I'm going to somehow make sure that we are victorious in that match. Because... They've they've, they've beaten us down countless times. They've bullied us. They've brutalized us. All of that jazz. They powerbombed me through a chair, uh, through a couple of chairs at the last show. But what they don't seem to realize is that every single time the gun just about every single time the gun cabinet is in the ring with them the gun cabinet wins UJ you have a win over Lance Havoc you have a win over Bryant Ryan Zero (laughs) has a win over Will Cutting and a win over Bryant I am undefeated in TLC matches so far and I have a win over Bryant like we yes they've beaten the crap out of us yes we're probably all still reeling from a few of those beatdowns in one way or another. But what matters is wins and losses. And when it comes down to it, we have the we have Redacted's number. Yeah. And I don't think they realize that. And that's why this weekend we're going to win the tag titles. Yeah. And like you say, they can knock us down as many times as they want, but we do. We keep getting back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Bryant may go on. That's your influence, Jay. It's the superhero yeah. way. And that, that's one thing they have to remember is that I took an oath when I signed with CPW not to use my superpowers in wrestling matches. Might have to make an exception. Yeah. This weekend. If that means I've got to climb to the top of the highest ladder and fly off it, then maybe I will. And that's maybe what they want, is- isn't it? They wanted us to shut up and fight. They wanted us to yeah. shut up and fight, so here we are. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hope they're ready for it because we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going down this Saturday. Professionals rec room in Upper Hut. Tickets available on Event Finder. Doors open from 5.30. Yes, yes doors open from 5.30. Show starts at 6, so it's a little bit earlier because it is a bit of a longer show for us. Um, it is going to be an absolutely awesome night. We're going to have um, Wrestling Collectibles New Zealand. They're going to be there with the pins. They're going to be there with the koozies. They're going to be there with the collector's cards and stuff like that. Um, I believe there's going to be a whole bunch of other cool little merch stuff floating around the place. Uh, maybe just not just T-shirts. Maybe there might be DVDs. Maybe you could add a couple to your collection. It's going to be like a little bit of a swap meet down there, I reckon. Um, but it's going to be a pretty cool night. I encourage everybody to come along. Um, like um, like I said on the radio the other day, um, wrestling's not just for the wrestling fans. Anybody that comes to wrestling absolutely love it. There's no form of entertainment that is as much fun as live wrestling. So come along this weekend and, and find out, you know. Um, and if you can't make it to our show, get get yourself to a, a wrestling show somewhere near you because they are bloody awesome. Um, we just happen to be the best. Support so, your yeah. local. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are... Way over time, but we'll see how things go. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at PBNH Show. If you've missed any episodes over the last six months, you can catch them at npr.nz forward slash show forward slash PBNH Show. Uh, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can email us, show at gmail.com. Uh, stay tuned for the Wrestling Roundup with Grady and Josh. And hopefully we will see you this weekend in Upper Hut for Capital Carnage. Tiny salmon swimming in a stream. Tiny salmon chasing that impossible dream. You better stop this, Sammy, because I got like a whole other like six or seven lines. The minor bird said, Caw! Caw! Caw!